Welcome back to the Ford Financial Group Financial Insights Podcast, where we talk about financial planning and investments. This week, we're talking about something a little bit different as the holidays are bearing down on us and we're getting ready here for Thanksgiving. Uh, we're talking today about the hard conversations with family. We're, because we're getting around the Thanksgiving table, um, many conversations may come up that are hard to have with family members. And we're talking about money conversations here in particular. So stay tuned and we'll dig in and talk about the hard conversations with family about money. So thanks again for joining us on the FFG Financial Insights Podcast. My name is Brian Ullman. I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner here at Ford Financial Group. And as I mentioned in the intro, we're talking about the hard conversations, which we're talking about money. And you've kind of starting from the top, you've heard it, I've heard it, never discuss religion and politics. And it's easy to understand why. Some folks hold very strong opinions, and it's easy to get swept up in an unwinnable argument, particularly about politics in this day and age. Uh, But interestingly enough, politics and religion aren't considered the most difficult subjects to tackle. Uh, And this is according to a 2014 study by Wells Fargo. And notably, the study found that personal finances, 44%, ranked ahead of both politics and religion, 35 and 32%, about difficult things to to tackle. Um, So in case you're curious, death came in at about 38%, taxes at 21%, and personal health at 20%. So it's easier to talk about your health, taxes, death, politics, and religion more than finances. Uh, Not surprisingly, the study shows that 71% of adults learn the importance of saving from their parents Yet barely more than one-third of today's parents report discussing the importance of saving money with their children frequently. This is something that we've covered before and the difficulties in teaching kids about money and about savings. Sadly, though, about a third have a hard time discussing money with their spouse or partner, and 25% often end up in heated discussions. Talking with money about with your spouse about money is a hard task. But it doesn't have to be that way. We covered this in this month's newsletter, and we put together an outline that you can use as a guide for getting through these tough conversations cooperatively. Let's start about the conversation about money with your spouse. When discussing financial matters with your spouse, it's important that you find shared ground. Otherwise, you'll just be working towards different goals and the risk of failure and frustration is high. In a roundabout way, let me provide you with an example. I know a couple that's been married almost 10 years, and each year they come up with a word or an area of focus. In their first year, they came up with two goals, fun and debt reduction. Those don't seem to go together, but those were the words they came up with. The husband told me that their first in their first year of marriage, they had a blast. You could see it in his body language. You could tell in his eyes as he shared their experiences together. He and his wife made lasting memories. And they never turned down invitations with friends to go out, to go on vacation, all those things. Money-wise, they squashed over $20,000 in debt. Not just credit card debt, but kind of general debt that they've had, uh, whether it's cars and credit cards and things like that. As their life together has progressed, though, the goals have changed. Today, they have two young kids, and they continue to keep the lines of communication open. So what might be the best way to talk about money with your spouse? I'd suggest go on a date, go on a money date. 
again, I, I understand this doesn't sound like fun, but once you get over the initial stages, um, it, it doesn't have to be as difficult. So you get out of the house, you get away from the distractions, leave the kids with a babysitter, and here's, and here's where you're going to discuss the goals that you both have and craft a plan. Nothing in this discussion should be off limits. You might discuss retirement savings, talk about large purchases, debt reduction, maybe a down payment on a new home, or you might decide to get together to bolster your savings. I know for my wife and I, we've sat down and talked about what our priorities are, whether it's changes to the house, saving for the kids' college savings, those kinds of things. Now, don't overindulge here. Take it one step at a time. Retirement savings may be the first topic, or getting out from under credit card debt may be your first challenge. Coming up with a budget is often a really good start where you decide together at the beginning of the month how much you're going to spend and where you're going to spend it over the course of the month. Come up with realistic goals together and check in on a regular basis. What's worked for my wife and I is that we talked once a week about where we were on what we had budgeted for. Maybe we were a little bit, we had overspent in one category and we needed to take from another. Or maybe we were below where we thought we were and we could allocate some more resources in one place. When you've accomplished these various goals, reward yourself. Not big rewards. Don't go out and buy a new car, but you know, it's something that makes the, ch- makes the challenge rewarding for you beyond just an increase in savings or paying off some debt. Now, talking about finances with your partner is a challenge, I understand, and it's something that together you need to overcome. It helps figuring out your money issues can certainly help with the health of your marriage. It makes life easier, and it also makes it so every problem that you have isn't also a money problem. When you haven't budgeted and you haven't figured out your finances correctly or paid off debt, you'll find often that a car problem is often a money problem, or a uh, you know you've got a roof leak. It's not just a roof problem; it's also a money problem. Um, but you're working together in this as partners. It's different when you're talking with aging parents. This is a whole different ball of wax. And something that I've found as a financial advisor is that many parents rarely discuss their finances with their children. Their parents didn't share details and they don't feel obligated to break with family tradition in, in kind of handing over some of the, maybe not control, but some of the transparent, being more transparent about where their finances are. And surveys bear this fact out. According to Go Banking Rates, 73% of Americans haven't had a money discussion with mom and dad. And the survey found further that respondents ages 45 to 54 were the most likely to say that they haven't broached the subject because they're not comfortable about talking about finances with their parents. And that's understandable. Uh, Really, a lot of people don't know how to even begin the conversation. So because this is so important, I've got some tips here that's going to help you get the conversation started with your parents. Um, because starting this conversation is critical. We've had more and more clients come in who are aging in, at home or maybe might even be in a retirement community, and they're just not as on top of the bills as they used to be. They may need a little bit of extra help, not total help, but some extra help with their finances. And the minute that they pulled in a family member or pulled in a son or a daughter to help with some of this stuff, it helped calm them. 
and the kids were happy to help and it doesn't become um, sort some sort of antagonistic thing. So let's start by figuring out how to begin the conversation with your parents. My suggestion, my first suggestion here is to express genuine concern. You care about what's going on with your parents and it extends beyond their financial situation. So while money matters might seem difficult to explore, let them know that you're having the discussion because you love them and you want to be sure that they're being taken care of as they get older. They may be open to talking or may they may have to take some time to process your invitation, but it's important that you begin the conversation and at least kind of break through on the topic. Another option here, number two, would be to tell your parents, my financial advisor made me do it. Blame me. One way to jumpstart the conversation is to point the finger at at me or at our firm or at the financial advisor you're working with or another trusted advisor like your lawyer or your CPA and say, hey, I was talking to my financial advisor the other day. I was talking with Brian the other day. I was listening to Brian's podcast the other day, and he said we should have a talk. Or you could say to them, I was reading a newsletter from my advisor, and he or she emphasized the importance of having a conversation about finances with you. Leveraging our credibility or the credibility of another trusted advisor, like your tax preparer or your estate planning attorney, perhaps, can go a long way in opening doors and can take some of the burden off of you as well. A third idea here is that elder fraud might be on their minds. If you're not comfortable jumping in, there are, remember, there are scams that target the elderly, and, and frankly, all of us for that matter, that have exploded. None of us want our parents to become victims because there's little we can do to undo the damage if they are if they do fall victim to one of these scams. Money lost will never be money recovered. So expressing genuine concern by sharing articles on elder fraud is a good way to ease into the subject of their finances. Another idea here is to give an example. If you believe the situation is appropriate, you may talk with a friend or acquaintance whose lack of planning negatively impacted their family. Piggyback, and then piggybacking on the point, you might bring up how elder fraud affected a friend or neighbor. You understand what I'm talking about here. So-and-so's mother you know, got one of those scammy IRS calls and she ended up sending gift cards somewhere and I want to make sure that this doesn't happen to you. Um, or you may have read about someone who was an unfortunate victim and you share that story with your folks. Those kinds of scams hit home because we see ourselves or close family members as potential victims and it's a good way to get started in this financial discussion. One way to to kind of get through on this topic also, or another way to get through on this topic is to discuss your own experiences. Open up to mom or dad about your retirement planning and your 401k decisions and debt payoffs and student loans, or casually mention the new life insurance policy that you've taken out, you know, just in case something happens. Your spouse knows about the policy. Or if you're single and the proceeds will help pay for a funeral or assist your kids, it's important that your folks know that you have insurance. Important, maybe even more importantly, kind of under this subject, when you share something that's personal to you, your parents may become more willing to open up about themselves. Meet them halfway. Another strategy would be to focus on estate planning as one of their priorities. Stay away from who gets what, make this about them, not about you. The goal is setting up the will or the trust emphasize that they can do what they want with their assets. I have very rarely come across 
kids of aging parents who want something from them. They just want what's best for their parents. And having an estate plan in place is often one of those things. If it's something that your folks haven't done, check checking the estate planning box will lift a burden that's likely been simmering on the back of their minds for a while. We'll get into some of the details of estate planning in another podcast, but estate planning is critical for everybody, particularly for aging parents, because it doesn't just come down to a trust or a will and deciding where their stuff goes. It also includes powers of attorney and durable healthcare directives so they can get help in making healthcare decisions when they can't make them for themselves. Finally, make things easier. Have you thought about helping your parents with a budget or paying the bills or helping them with online uh, banking or with a credit card, simply getting your parents to tidy up loose ends can pay huge dividends for them and can help you get started in helping them with their finances and helping them with their planning and helping to protect them from fraudulent schemes that may kind of come their way. So remember, our office and the advisors here at Ford Financial Group are here to assist you. Meeting in neutral territory sometimes, such as our office, can help keep the lines between personal matters and finances from blurring. We know these conversations can be difficult and awkward, and if we can help you, please let us know. We're simply an email or a phone call away, and we're happy to step in and provide assistance on this subject. It's critically important for all of us to take care of our folks as they age, and these are some ideas that can help move the ball forward and put you in a place where you can make the most of helping your parents and keeping them safe and keeping their finances together for them. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, you can always find us online at www.fordfg.com. If you have questions about what we've talked about in this episode or other questions from other episodes, you can always reach us at info at fordfg.com as an email address. You can also always call us as well. 559-449-8690 is our local number here in Fresno. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to leave some room for, for disclosures and I look forward to talking to you next week. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.